will stop. Let's talk about you for a minute. You're racing around so much these days. I wish you would hire someone to help you. Even just a part-time person could free you up so you're not leaving late so often. Bridget had run her flower shop, the secret garden, with only sporadic seasonal help since opening it three and a half years ago. But her business had grown so much it was getting difficult to manage alone. I'm trying. It's the end of the summer rush. Things should slow soon. Then I'll be able to breathe again and think about hiring. Well, maybe this will ease some stress until then. Her mother handed her the bag she was holding. Bridget peeked inside, seeing two bottles of her mother's homemade jasmine massage oil, and tried to hide her annoyance. Roxy sold homemade fragrances, scented oils, lotions, and soaps in shops around town, and she claimed to put love potions in some, though she rarely offered up which ones contained her supposed magic. Bridget had a houseful of the deliciously scented gifts, and she knew exactly what her mother was up to. Ever since the mysterious, gruff, too sexy for his shirt, Bodie Booker had moved in next door to Bridget, her mother and three older sisters had been on a matchmaking mission. Her overprotective brother, Ben, was the only one who wasn't pushing him on her. She handed the bag back to her mother with an emphatic, No, thank you. Oh, honey, just give it a try. Roxy pushed the bag back to her. Maybe it's time to let a little lovin' in. Please don't talk to me about sex, Mom. It's weird. She took the bag just to get her mother off her back, intending to stuff it in the back of a closet where she wouldn't be tempted to even think about it. She'd built a stable life for herself and Louie, and she owned a thriving business. She was happy without the distractions of a man. Mostly happy, anyway. Just the sight of Bodie Booker made all her best and lonely parts want to come out to play again, reminding her of exactly what she'd been missing out on. Her mother leaned in closer and lowered her voice. I'm the one who caught you behind Dutch's pub with Robbie McAmoy when you were 16. It's no secret that people need intimacy. Or as you told me that night, human touch is important to a person's psyche. I can't believe you remember what I said. Roxy tapped her temple. Mothers never forget, you'll see. She glanced at Louis, who was busy picking up his toys and knew it was true. She remembered his first everything. Between her son, her close-knit family, and living in a town small enough that everyone knew when a person sneezed, Bridget should not be lonely. But she hadn't been held or touched by a man since she'd lost Jerry. Five years, it turned out, was enough time to grieve and heal. She'd lived without him for more than twice the number of years they had shared, and she couldn't deny that watching Willow and Zane fall deeply in love over the past few months, so consumed with each other they practically finished each other's sentences, had made her long for the same type of special connection. But Bodie Booker and his piercing dark eyes was not the answer. Even if the sparks between them could have blown up the place when they'd first met at Willow's Bakery a few weeks before he'd moved in. Everything about him was tough. From his serious expression and chiseled jawline to the keep-your-distance vibe he emitted. No matter how sweet she was to him, neighborly sweet, not please-let-me-lick-those-incredible-abs-you-keep-flashing sweet, he'd barely said more than two words to her. And when he had, they were clipped or rough. She shouldn't be intrigued by that sort of man. But that didn't stop her from turning into a hot mess of hungry hormones around him. With Louis safely strapped into his booster seat, she drove the few blocks home to their cozy little bungalow, thinking about those hungry hormones.
They'd been at peace for so long, she'd wondered if they still worked. And every time they came to life around Bodie, she felt the sexy, rebellious part of herself she'd buried for so long. And missed that, too. After losing Jerry, she'd poured herself into filling Louie's home with so much love there would be no room for missing the father he had never really known. She'd gardened her broken heart out, creating lush, bountiful flower beds throughout the property, full of new life that needed nurturing and could not be ignored. Louie gave her purpose. The gardens gave her hope. Seeing the beautiful roses clinging to the white picket fence and the arched trellis over the walkway made her happy, and reminded her that she was keeping the wilder parts of herself hidden for good reason. That very good, very cute reason climbed from his booster seat. As she gathered the grocery bags, she heard the rumble of a truck pulling into the driveway next door, followed by a deep woof. Her pulse accelerated.